All right, y'all, got some bonus stuff for you here that I'm excited to share with you. Um, and also, this is breaking news that just dropped. So this is uh, in Raw Story here, originally from the New York Times. Go ahead and throw that up there, boys. Alan Weisselberg uh, agrees to testify against Trump's business in move that poses a severe threat to his company. So on the screen here, devastating blow. Weisselberg's agreement to testify could mean death penalty for Trump organization. They say former Trump organization financial chief Alan Weisselberg is expected to admit to a 15-year tax fraud scheme on Thursday and is willing to testify against former President Donald Trump's companies, according to multiple reports. I'm going to get back to that in a second. Weisselberg, the former chief financial officer of the Trump organization and a longtime Trump confidant, going back to his days working for Fred Trump, that's his dad, is expected to admit to 15 felonies, according to the New York Times, under the deal he would agree to testify at trial against the Trump organization if the company does not reach its own settlement, but not against Trump himself or any of his family members. Under the terms, Weisselberg would receive a five-month prison sentence, but only serve about 100 days, according to CNN. He faced up to 15 years at trial. He would also be required to pay about $2 million in restitution, back taxes, penalties, and interest, according to the Associated Press. Um, so... The, the key point there, and this was confusing me last night when we were beginning to see some leaks about this story come out, is that he's willing to testify against the Trump organization, but somehow not against Trump himself. Now, the only way I can make sense of that is this. Um, there is no criminal investigation, or at least the criminal investigation into Trump for his business practices has stalled. However, Letitia James, the attorney general of New York, um, is bringing a civil case against Donald Trump's businesses. And, you know, this includes bank fraud, tax fraud, insurance fraud. Basically, he was cooking the books for, I guess 15 years is what they're charging him with. In all seriousness, he was probably cooking the books since he started being a businessman, which was probably what, all the way back in the 70s. So um, the difference between the civil trial and the criminal trial, of course, is that a criminal trial would mean that Trump could face jail time. Uh, a civil trial just means either he's going to have to pay a very hefty fine or, and this is what that headline was alluding to there, his organization may get the death penalty, the corporate death penalty. So in other words, <coughs> no more Trump organization uh, if this goes like I think they're aiming for it to go. Now, there's also whispers that, or at least one of the articles I read said that if the criminal trial or, or if the criminal investigation proceeds against Trump, then Weisselberg would have to testify even in that criminal trial. Um, now that would be huge. Again, that criminal investigation has stalled out, but the civil investigation is ongoing. Now, if you ask me, I literally have no idea why the criminal investigation has stalled out. None whatsoever, because if you have the goods enough for a civil case, I don't know why in this instance it wouldn't reach the bar of criminality, but look, either way, we're either talking about a massive, hefty fine on the Trump organization or the, the corporate death penalty. And again, for people who say, well, I don't know, that seems kind of far-fetched, I'm not sure how that would work, understand that Donald Trump had to pay out a $25 million fine over what was called Trump University, which of course was a fake university. He was doing classic scam tactics, like something called upselling. 
Um, he would make all these promises and then not deliver on it. He would tell people that, you know, if you pay X amount, then you get to meet with me one-on-one and then not even meet with them one-on-one and had some of the people take pictures with a cardboard cutout of himself. So the details of the Trump University fraud are astounding. Now, again, that was a civil trial, so technically there is no innocent and guilty in a civil trial. But the fact that he paid out $25 million shows you he knew he wasn't doing the right thing. He knew it wasn't on the up and up. So, look, this is huge news because the last time we talked about this, um, they said quite the opposite, that Weisselberg is going to serve some time, but also he's not flipping at all skis. Now we know that ain't true. He is flipping at least on the Trump organization itself. So that means something's on the way. And then, of course, you know, we haven't even gotten into the fact that you have a criminal investigation in Georgia because of the fake elector scheme that Trump and Giuliani concocted, and Lindsey Graham was involved in that too. Of course, that phone call, which now Trump is again out there calling it the perfect phone call, uh, when he said, find me 11,000 votes in Georgia, you know, pretty clearly just trying to flat out overthrow an election. And then again, we're not even talking about uh, the situation with the FBI and the DOJ. In a totally separate case, uh, Trump basically hiding classified and top secret information and then lying about returning it. I mean, they seem to have him dead to rights on a number of things. So, I mean, look, the the cases are heating up more than ever before. So as somebody who was a, a chief skeptic of Russiagate, for example, I'm here to tell you, I do think that this is genuinely different. Now, I don't know how it's going to go because uh, yeah, I can't see into the future, but it certainly looks stronger than ever before. Um, the other thing that I wanted to share with you guys real quick is that media, this is a headline in Mediaite. They say, Trump reportedly mulling whether to release video of FBI raid potentially showing faces of agents searching Mar-a-Lago. So, and I missed this in the initial story when the FBI raid happened, but all the various media outlets that reported on the details of the raid after the fact, they, of course, did not include you know, the names of the FBI agents for obvious reasons. There was one outlet that decided, no, we're going to show everybody the names of the FBI agents, effectively doxing those FBI agents who did the raid on Mar-a-Lago. And that outlet was Breitbart. Everybody knows a very far right outlet. Trump, in turn, shared that also doxing the uh, FBI agents. Now, it appears like, based on some reporting, it was originally from CNN, and this is Mediaite echoing it, uh, Trump might himself release the video of the security cameras at Mar-a-Lago. The only reason he would do that is either to like show what he views as impropriety among what the FBI agents were doing, or and or to dox them further, to show their faces. Now, I want you to stop and reflect on this for a second. We just had a story the other day where the Ohio FBI office, there was an attempted shooting there, mass shooting there. Guy showed up with a nail gun and an AR-15. Thankfully, he wasn't able to get past security because it turns out security at an FBI building is a lot stronger than security's, uh, security in most places. So, and then that ended up in like a car chase and a shootout and the guy ended up dying. There's also another case, which we're not sure if it's tied to this sort of stuff, but crashed into the barricade at the Capitol and then killed himself in front of it. Um, there's been a a massive uptick in direct threats of violence against the FBI, and they're circulating a memo internally that Ken Klippenstein got his hands on that said, hey, heads up, uh, it's getting really saucy out here. And then Donald Trump himself was also uh, sort of doing veiled threats 
You know, he allegedly said behind the scenes, I don't know if it was to Merrick Garland or to Ray, the FBI director, said like, hey, man, it's getting kind of crazy out here. We ought to turn down the temperature. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't want it to get out of hand or anything like that. And in my opinion, that's Trump saying, okay, you guys are coming after me. I got ways of coming after you. And my ways of coming after you would be stuff like this. If I dox the FBI agents, put them in danger, um, and, you know, fight back in, in the realm of public opinion where he's actively utilizing the fringe of the fringe base, the QAnon types, the ones who, given the wor- a direct word, probably would not hesitate to commit some violence. Now, I'm not saying it's some, you know, super organized army. We all saw what happened on January 6th. But all you need is a handful of, you know, loner psychopaths who are totally under Trump's cultish spell. And, and then you're in trouble, man. And then you're in trouble. So in some ways, the cases are heating up where we are closer to some sort of justice than ever before. But at the same time, Trump's never, ever, ever, ever going to go quietly into the night. He's just not going to do it. And so, I mean, I, I think he, he would take down the country if it's to save his own ass. I, I, don't, I think that's a relatively banal, obvious claim. But anyway, that's where we're at with this. So now I want to move on here and show you guys what's going on with uh, a man by the name of Alex Jones. So Alex Jones, uh, after, you know, he just got, um, he was just found guilty in a civil trial. Uh, he's supposed to pay about $45 million. I don't remember the exact number. No, 49.2 or $49.3 million to the, one of the families of a, a victim of Sandy Hook, because of course uh, the court ruled he effectively defamed them. And uh, so he has to pay out. Now, it's not exactly how it works because there's some uh, rules in Texas about a cap on how much money can be paid out in cases like this, and it's double the compensatory damages plus $750,000. So in other words, Alex Jones is going to effectively, in this case, have to pay $8,750,000, or or roughly in in that ballpark. But he's still, you know, this doesn't stop him for a second. He's still going out on his show, and um, he's still floating his crazy theories, but this is a moment which is honestly maybe even more interesting to me than one of his, his crackpot theories. So take a look at this video. Look who he endorses. Pig-headedly support him a few years ago, even though I disagree with his warp speed, because I thought that we had to keep him in office because of the nightmare scenario if Hillary or Biden got in back before they were officially running. But that said, I am supporting DeSantis DeSantis is just gone from being awesome to being unbelievably good. And I don't just watch a man's actions, as Christ said, judge a tree by his fruits. I can also look in his eyes on HD video, and I see the real sincerity. So Alex goes on to explain the reason he's endorsing DeSantis is because Donald Trump did what's called Operation Warp Speed. For those of you who don't remember, that was the massive effort that was put into place to build a vaccine for COVID and build it very, very quickly. So in other words, one of the few things that Donald Trump did that was based, son, Alex Jones is looking at that, that's why I'm now against him. That's amazing to me. That's like saying, I'm against uh, Donald Trump because he did the First Step Act, which was, you know, a step towards changing our criminal justice system to make it so it's not nearly as punitive towards, you know, nonviolent 
offenders, right? Or remember when he pardoned Alice Johnson because Kim Kardashian told him to, and it was like the sweet grandmotherly lady who was caught up in a drug deal and she was serving um, way too long a prison sentence. And so like that was, I'm just going through some of the half decent things that Trump did. There's few of them, so it's hard to find them, right? (laughs) But he's looking at one of, probably the best thing that Trump did. And he's like, that's, I can't support you. You actually uh, created a vaccine very quickly, which in turn saved probably hundreds of thousands of lives. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm against that. I can't do that. And by the way, I, Alex, Alex is so silly. I don't even think he fully understands what DeSantis's position on the vaccine even is. Because he ends up showing a clip of DeSantis saying like, oh, we were told the vaccine stops people from getting COVID. Well, it didn't stop people from getting COVID. That's the thing that DeSantis said. Now, DeSantis is actually right about that. But Alex has no idea if DeSantis believes, yeah, but it still can stop you from being severely ill and hospitalized, right? It's not like, it is actually not a conspiracy at this point to say, you can still get COVID if you got the vaccine, of course. It's just, in many instances, most instances, it's going to stop you from being hospitalized and it's going to stop you from being severely ill. So it still works. It just doesn't initially work anymore to stop you from even getting it in the first place. Usually, if you get it, when you have the vaccine, it's kind of mild, right? So, but he takes what DeSantis says and pretends like this is DeSantis agreeing with him on the vaccines, which, of course, Alex's position is like, it's a hoax, it's a scam, the vaccine is like poisoning people. It's amazing. And then the other point that I can't get out of my mind about this is, Alex Jones loves to fancy himself this anti-establishment crusader, right? The guy who sees a conspiracy in every which direction, the guy who's the ultimate outsider, And then what does he do? He used to support Donald Trump, who served the establishment endlessly. And now he's supporting Ron DeSantis, who also is a little establishment shill. I mean, we've covered the stories on this show, guys. How many times do you want me to go through it? When it comes to Trump, Trump's number one legislative accomplishment was a tax cut where 83% of the benefits went to the top 1% over the long run. He destroyed the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, which returned $12 billion to defrauded Americans. He deregulated. I mean, he continued our wars. He increased the drone war. He assassinated an Iranian general, almost sparking World War III. And so he's all serving the establishment, serving the establishment, serving the establishment. I mean, if these are things that a Democratic president did, Alex Jones would have been all over it. But he supported Trump while he was doing those things. And now in the case of DeSantis, again, this is a guy... It, he likes to, Alex likes to pretend he's a populist. There's not a populist bone in DeSantis's body, Trump's body, or Alex Jones' body. We, I mean, DeSantis doesn't even want to legalize marijuana. DeSantis is against raising the minimum wage. DeSantis, as he's pretending like he's cracking down on quote-unquote woke corporations, he's giving them massive subsidies and passing off the tax burden to middle-class Floridians. So the, I, it's amazing to me. I don't know how there's anybody left who looks at somebody like Trump or Alex Jones and thinks like, oh yeah, they're a populist fighting for the working class. My ass cheeks fighting for the working class. It's so funny how he's just now endorsing the standard establishment Republicans, which by the way, it also tells you something else that's kind of interesting, which is like this almost, this meshing together of the the standard Republicans and like the conspiracy theorists slashed QAnon types, right? They end up being one and the same and backing the same candidates. And so there is a lesson there about the, the creeping extremism of the right and how they go further and further and further and further to the right. So anyway, look, Alex Jones, this is, uh, this is quite a moment here. 
uh, oh God, for the love of God, Donald Trump, please respond. <laughs> Go on Truth Social, attack Alex Jones. You know he might, you know he might. He might be out there today or, or within the week saying, Alex Jones is a slob, he's a fat slob. Sloppy Alex was denying the children died at Sandy Hook. We support our beautiful children and we're against Alex Jones. It might come now, because this is, Alex has previously like, he mostly supported Trump, but every now and then he, you know, would hint like, ah, I don't know, he's losing me. Now this is him full. I'm going, going, Gonzo, son. So Donald, you just you gonna answer? Or are you just gonna sit there and bleed? We'll find out. Anyway, guys, I uh, just wanted to give you those two, uh, two stories, quick little bonus show for you. I love you and we'll talk to you soon.